Wednesday. And that means we're going to go a little deeper into worker placement games. It's intermediate time. We gave you an introduction to worker placement games on Monday, but we promised you more depth, and we keep our promises around here. We also promised Agricola. That's true. That's true. Agricola's, wow, Agricola, it's kind of a big old monolith, isn't it? It's a big deal. Yeah, it really is. For the longest time, it was uh, it was either at or near the number one spot on BoardGameGeek.com's mm-hmm. top games list. And it sort of represented the heyday, the, the, the high point of worker placement games as the center of what board games were about for hobbyists. Not so much anymore, but it's still really popular. And with the recent release of the Agricola Family Edition it may just wind up being bigger than ever. When you're playing Agricola, you're playing on a farm. You are a farmer. In the Dark Ages. In the Dark Ages. You are a farmer with nothing. Subsistence farmer. And you are building your farm. And you are feeding your family. And you are growing your crops. And trying not to die. Starving is bad. So charming. You really feel like you're holding on by your fingernails in this game. Agricola has a lot of people who don't like it for that very reason. This sense that... You're just this hard scrabble dirt farmer who can barely hold on, can barely feed their family. It's it's grim. I don't know why anybody plays this game. Like it's, it's it sounds horrifying. Okay, I've, I've never <laughs> I've never played Agricola. I've played the um, tiny two player ver- variant called um, All Creatures Big and Small, mm. where you're also farming, but you're farming on like a square that's maybe like five by five inches. Mm. Whereas like Agricola proper, I've seen you know four people play it and take up you know three or four tables. Worth this game of space. has a massive footprint. It's huge. Not it's only huge. do you have your own individual farm, but there's this giant board in the middle with all these spaces. Um, we were talking before about how you can get paralyzed with the amount of choices that are available in a worker placement game, because everything's right there. All I have to do is take one of your workers and put it on a space, and you get to do that thing. But when there are so many spaces, it's rough. Just like watching people play Agricola makes me like start sweating a little bit. Yeah, they got their, their hands on their chins and their brows are furrowed. Because they don't want to die. They don't want to starve. And it's not all that obvious because there there are lots of ways to get food, sure, but how are you going to get enough? How are you going to manage to grow your crops, breed your sheep and your boar and your cattle? How are you going to manage to build your house? How are you going to renovate your house so it's no longer made of wood but of much more luxurious clay and eventually, if you're a super champ, stone? Stone house. Imagine that. How are you going to get improvements? How are you going to get uh, enough occupations to get income? How are you going to get to be a juggler and a cabinet maker? How are you going to manage to do all of these things at once? You only have two people in your family. It's just two people. That's all it is. They haven't even had any kids yet. Why does anybody play this game? (laughs) It's for the challenge. That's, That's what it's all down to. You have so few resources. You have so little to go on. And yet, if you're able to place your people just so. If you're able to manage your resources, make those choices, collect those resources, put them into place at just the right time, and not get blocked by the other players when you really desperately need that thing, then by the time the game is over, you'll have a prosperous farm with children and jobs and lots of animals and fields with crops growing in them. You will have achieved something that appeared to be impossible. And that sense of accomplishment for a lot of people 
is a big part of why they play board games because it's well, quite frankly more likely that you'll be able to succeed starting from nothing in this game than you'd be able to succeed starting from nothing in the real world as like an actual dirt farmer or like somebody, who's, somebody who has the kind of deprivation and the kind of terribly limited resources that the characters in this game have mm. that sense of accomplishment that sense of progress and getting somewhere is it's powerful and if you're interested in that idea, if you don't you know, want to play something that involves dragons or something, but you want to feel like you've accomplished something nearly impossible, Agricola can absolutely offer that. It's, it's a theme that anybody can get behind. It's got cute little pieces. You know, you've got little wooden sheep and yeah, little, little wooden cows and little pigs. They're great. They've got them in all creatures, big and small, too, and they're my favorite part. They're so awesome. It's you know, little, you're breeding your little, little sheep, and then they have a little baby sheep, and then you can eat it, and then... <laughs> And then yeah. they'll make more baby sheep. Yes, and they always make the baby have the baby for dinner when you cook it in your oven that you worked so hard to build. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> so enough about farming for the time being. Aww. There's more to worker placement games than just putting your dudes down and getting them back. A lot of stuff actually tends to happen between the moment you put them down. And the moment you get to put them down again during your next turn. Yeah, usually after everybody's got all their workers on the board, and when the, when we all take them back, some things will change. The game will escalate, the stakes will be raised, and more options will be opened up. Or fewer options. Exactly. It's one of the ways that uh, that the, the game prevents is, is prevented from getting stale from one turn to the next. It's never the same. So you take Waterdeep, for example. One of the things that you can do with your people is build another space where everybody can go. And new buildings keep showing up every turn. And every turn, if a building doesn't get built, we just drop some points on it. And we just keep piling them up and piling them up. Eventually, somebody's going to say, well, fine, I don't even care if I make the building. I'm going to make it so I can get those points. So enticing. It really is. And in the case of, uh, of Agricola, sorry, more farming. <gasps> um, <laughs> What happens is every turn, another card gets turned up, and that's another space where people can go. And although Agricola is, especially towards the end of the game, really, really daunting, because there's like 30 different spaces where you can place one of your two to five workers, that's a lot of stuff to choose from. But at first, it's actually only about 12. But every turn, another one gets flipped up. Everybody places their workers, the workers go home, another one gets turned up, and so on. And as the game goes on, more impressive actions are available. Like, you're not going to be able to start actually having kids and growing your family and getting more workers until we're about a third of the way through the game. We're not actually going to be able to start baking bread until you've actually had the chance to grow some grain. Some nice natural progression. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it gives a sense of, of being able to grow from there. And, uh, and, and, and that progression gives the game a sense of pacing, gives a sense of an opening and a mid-game and a late-game that actually feel different from one another. And stakes, too, almost. You know, exactly. You feel the stress. You know, It's not always the same. Things get different. You can see people succeeding more, You know, taking advantage of these new opportunities or failing. And it's, yeah, like a little bit more You know, clutches on the inside of your chest a little. Absolutely. And the harvest phase, where you actually have to have to feed your family or else they starve starts happening more often as your the game goes bigger. on as well exactly right. and you know times have moved on the pace of time seems to go faster wow time seems to just keep going faster funny how that goes but uh, it's it's a really clever way of using this very basic very simple thing to introduce not only more narrative not only more complexity but also a sense of story to a game that's ultimately just 
putting things on a board and collecting stuff. Now, not every worker placement game uses this. In Stone Age, the board pretty much stays the same through the whole thing. There are different buildings that will show up that you can appear, but there's always a certain number of them there. There's always a certain number of cards to buy. There's always four, and they will do things for you. But new ones will show up from one turn to the next, some of which might be more or less attractive than others. But there's even more to worker placement games than this. There are all kinds of nuances. With and without farms. <laughs> okay, okay, we'll start trying to talk about stuff other than Agricola next time. But uh, questions of, well, the whole point of a worker placement game is that if a space is occupied, you can't go there. Or is it? Can you break that fundamental rule and still have it be a worker placement game? What if each player has their own board? What if there isn't a big central board? Is it still a worker placement game? Well, we'll talk about that on Friday when we go deep. Yeah.